When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. Welcome to Double Love, the podcast that explores the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And we are back! We're back! After our giant Christmas break! Yay! It's like, it's a month after Christmas it now. Was, it like, was a good while, actually. <laughs> it really was. We've been away for a whole month. Yeah. Um, it, it seems like a long time to us. Yeah. And, uh I, I, I don't know whether whether now we're we're invigorated, we're ready to tackle more sweet body madness. Raring to go, yeah, we certainly are. Because this week we have got something good. Oh, it's a good one. Um, and uh, it's it's book number eleven, so we're book we're episode number twelve now. So everything's going to get so confusing. Yeah, our it, numbering is all over the place after our, our Christmas episode. Yes, but uh, we are we have reached book eleven. We have, and it's called Too Good. To, to be, be true. true. Should have a question mark there, really. It it should, you know, in the typical Sweet Valley yeah. style. Like, you know, it's, well, sometimes they do like to lay it all out at the beginning. <laughs> um, I can't remember who read the blurb the last time. Oh, oh I think it was me. me. Okay. So that means it's your turn to read the cover tagline. Okay. <laughs> like, we have a system, believe it or we not. We really do. I know this is confusing. Possibly we, just, we, we should just, have discussed this before yeah, we went we on air. how to do everything. Yeah. Oh, God. This is going to be away. beginning, starting from scratch. Bear with us. Okay. <laughs> Ready. The tagline for Too Good To Be True is, Is Suzanne as perfect as she seems? Well, yet again, it's a rhetorical question, it to which is. the answer is no. <laughs> she isn't. I'm sorry if that's a spoiler. She sucks. Yes. And the, oh my god, the back uh, tagline is amazing. It's a devil in disguise. Ooh. <laughs> very dramatic. It is. It's very dramatic. Okay, so please, please share the okay. actual blurb with us. All right, let's do this thing. The Wakefield twins are wild with excitement. <gasps> Glamorous, sophisticated Suzanne Devlin is coming to Sweet Valley from New York City. Ooh la la. For two weeks, Elizabeth will show her around the town while Jessica has the time of her life in <laughs> New York. <laughs> At first, Suzanne seems to be the most perfect girl in the world. Ooh. She's beautiful and friendly and not the least bit stuck up. All the boys of Sweet Valley are absolutely crazy about her. But when Suzanne accuses Mr. Collins of trying to seduce her, <gasps> Elizabeth knows there's more to Suzanne than meets the eye. <sighs> They're really laying out everything they that really happens. Because <laughs> that happens like three quarters of the yeah. way through the book. 
Um, yeah, well, I suppose they are known for giving ginormous spoilers. That's true. So <laughs> this is not really like a devil in disguise. Character. Yes, it's absolutely yeah. devil in disguise. We're going to tell you why. <laughs> We're going to just lay it out here. No surprises. Yeah, there is. Uh, there's not many twists in this. No. Thanks to the blur. Yeah, thanks for that, guys. So um, the cover mm. is quite something. It please, is. Please describe it. Yeah. So we've got Suzanne admiring herself in the mirror. Um, yes, it is looking kind of like a waxwork. Yeah, her hand also looks enormous. <laughs> it looks like somebody else's hand. She's touching her face. Fingers. <laughs> it, it looks like someone else is reaching in from the side. It's it it just holding the side of her head. Um, and Liz is beside her, uh, very sensible in like a pink little polo shirt. Yeah. Uh, and the Levalier. Oh, absolutely. Um, but she's kind of given her a bit of a stink eye kind of look. Like, like she a, knows something's mm, up. Yeah. Mm, yes. Meanwhile, like Suzanne's gaze into the mirror is yeah. worthy of Jessica herself. It actually it is, is full of self admiration. Um, yes. How dare she look in the mirror? Yeah. <laughs> um, you think? Yeah, you think. Um, Je- Elizabeth would be used to massive bitches who stare hmm. at themselves in the mirror all the yeah, time. Yeah, this is this not stage. new behavior. Like. Yeah, not in her life. Nah. So. Um, mm. Well, as as you might recall, back in the mists of time, in the end of Wrong Kind of Girl. The Wakefields uh, negotiated who was going to New York. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, because yeah, what was it that um, Ned's college roommate suggested, yeah. like a daughter swap? Because that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're still negotiating this when when we begin. Yes. This yeah, book. yeah. They're kind of in the midst of of. Um, Jessica throwing a tantrum basically because she wants to go to New York. Yes, and uh, she's she's. Pretty much having hysterics. Yeah, straight and, away. Um, she literally says, I'll just die if I can't go. <laughs> and then she pauses for dramatic effect. Yeah. Um, and uh, Liz is actually quite funny about it. Liz is kind of rolling her eyes. And yeah, like, like she wants uh, to go okay, too. Drama queen. But yeah, but she's also just kind of, yeah, she knows Jessica's just making a scene. Yes, and then we're um, we're told about the... Uh, the, the world of Tom Devlin. And this is a very inaccurate picture of what being a diplomat is like. We're totally <laughs> like, he has homes in Paris, London and New York. Like, do they think diplomats That's buy houses yeah. in this country? It's like, it's not how it works. It's not how that goes. So, um, yeah, he, he needs a, he's, he's quite the jet setter. Sounds like it, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a great bit as well where Ned... Uh, laments the fact that he can only send one twin so he's like I wish I could afford to send both of you girls but with college coming up in another year I think the sensible thing to do is put the money aside it's like dude that is going to be the longest year of your <laughs> life you have because time it takes so long for these bitches to get to college oh my god there's like a hundred and something books before we get near I university know. you're going to have to pay for lawyer's fees when one of your daughters oh, is accused god. of murder this like, is nothing like yeah, just pay. might as well have sent the two of them because fuck it just pay a hundred a couple of hundred dollars for a place like it's New York it's on a round the world oh, cruise yeah anyway I just love the, the poverty stricken Wakefields so optimistic yeah. <laughs> what's another year <laughs> well as it turns out about 12 um, oh, in real time yeah so um, yeah Jessica is having um having fantasies about what her New York adventures will be like and yeah. they're kind of amazing they she's, really are she's in a impossibly chic Manhattan disco Suddenly a hand touches her arm. She turns. Pardon me, Mick Jagger says. I believe this next dance is mine. Oh, fantastic. What, what is it with them? They've had this before. Yeah. But considering these books, as we now know, were written by 21-year-olds. Yeah. 
Like in the eighties, like he was still an old dude in the eighties. He was not young. Like what is going on? Oh God! Well, she reckons she might be discovered by one of the top modeling agencies and become the next Cheryl Teagues. <laughs> Cheryl Teagues, blast from the past. Um, yeah, within a few weeks, her face would be on the cover of Cosmopolitan. That's not how magazines work, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is real life. Yeah, this, well, great realism. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we're we're expecting too much from them. Um, Maybe. Yeah. So yeah, there's we get our twin description. Yes, heavy-handed as ever. Yes, it's uh, <laughs> delightful. Uh-huh. Do we? They're called blue-green eyes this this week. Oh yeah. So as opposed to aqua, aquamarine, and uh, we get more about you know the usual blah 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 blah. Elizabeth is great. Jessica is prides herself in being clever and devious. Imagine priding yourself in being devious. Like <laughs> oh, it's not a good thing. No. Oh good lord. And also, Alice could be their sister. Oh, she's so young. I know. Yeah, they're they're kind of making the. We took a few books to get an Alice sister comparison. Mm, yeah, was, it's longer than I would have thought. But now they're <laughs> making up for lost. Time. Yeah, they will so, not let us forget that. <laughs> so they're going to decide who went, who who gets to, to go, go to, New, to York. New York. Yeah, and the only fair way to decide it is with a coin toss, Flip which is coin. actually true. That's pretty fair. Yeah. Yeah. But who wins? It's Liz. It's Liz. Yeah. <gasps> Jessica is distraught. Yes. She's just she's literally she, wailing. <laughs> Elizabeth tries to console her though and offers uh yeah. that she can wear her new culottes I, while she's gone. <laughs> I go of the culottes. Oh. But <laughs> Jess just just keeps crying. That that's almost like a taunter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um and uh she's She's like, oh, you'll get to go to Lila's... Lila's... God, I forgot how to say it. I know, we forgot everything. What has happened to us? (laughs) Happened to me, anyway. Uh, Lila's having a picnic and Jess is just like, oh, I don't care. And then, because this is just her nature and she can't help herself, (laughs) she tries to persuade Liz to stay in Sweet Valley and not go to New York by Mm. telling her that Lila's gonna make a play for Todd. After Todd like it's so ridiculous and yeah. this kind of goes oh shit maybe it's like dude oh, come, come on, on. I, no, really really I mean seriously of little faith like, do you think so little of she's Todd she's so easily talked out of it like also that is one of Liz, of Jessica's sort of go to things it just lies and says that people oh, yeah. are cheating on each other yeah. that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like a distraction her, her sole distraction technique oh god but somehow it works. It, uh, ridiculously, it works. Liz yeah. is such She's a sap. Such a fucking pushover. <laughs> I mean, really. Like, grow a spine, Liz. You are a spoiled and pampered, oh, yeah. privileged girl. Like, And obviously, just quite clearly, Jessica has an ulterior motive here. Like, I mean, yeah. come on. Suddenly, she's investigative like, mm. says, Oh, yeah, so you're nothing. Well, I think we know she's not a very good journalist. No. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's worked. And, uh, yeah, they're off to... Liz is Je- or Jess is off to the airport. Yeah, bags packed. She's out of here, and she's um. They're going to just basically do a swap. It's like a hostage it's situation. So weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like they happen to be arriving and leaving at the same time at the airport. It's very strange. Yeah. So um, Liz is like, oh, I didn't really want to go anyway, Jess. So you may think you manipulated me. She did. She did. She did. She totally did. <laughs> like you're protesting too much. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, she bids Jessica farewell. Yeah. And then Suzanne turns up and uh, she has a British accent. Faintly British, we're told. So weird, yeah. There's also like a solid half a page about how hot she is as well. So, Oh, that's true. Do you want to share a little of this radiant beauty? <laughs> it's, 
it's uh, it's almost as bad as like a Wakefield twin description. It's mm. so over the top. It's, I think it might be even more. I think over it the top. might be. Yeah. So well, okay. See why, <laughs> listeners. Walking toward them was the most beautiful girl she'd ever seen. Suzanne? No, she couldn't be. This girl had to be a professional <laughs> model or an actress. <laughs> Okay, she's mm. tall and willowy with black hair that tumbled in glossy waves past her shoulders. Mm. Like, her, her features couldn't have been more perfect if they'd been sculpted by Michelangelo. <laughs> Can you oh, all no. please calm down? <laughs> they haven't even said that about the Wakefields. I know. Like, Elizabeth was most struck by her enormous, dark-fringed, violet-blue eyes. Mm. She's basically teenage Elizabeth Taylor. I was just going to say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but uh, she's... even If even Elizabeth... Radiant Elizabeth, surrounded by the beauties yeah. of Sweet Valley, is dazzled by her. She must be pretty she's incredible. Serious stuff. And uh, she's, of course, it being Sweet Valley, the first thing she says when she meets the Wakefield is, Elizabeth, you're even prettier than I expected. Oh, shut up. What is wrong with these shallow arseholes? Like, don't have to go back and on about people's looks every five oh, seconds. Yeah. Ugh. And Elizabeth could only stammer some unintelligible reply. <laughs> She's so, lost for words. She's so dazed. Um, so, uh, yeah, they, they... Liz is awestruck by her sophistication. And somehow, Suzanne doesn't sound stuck up. Ooh. The way Jessica had when she was playing the lead in My Fair Lady oh, and had gone around school talking in an English <laughs> accent for weeks. Oh, brilliant. Why, were we, why uh, were we not given that gem? Yeah, I want that. I want Jessica going method. Like, give me that book <laughs> as a little B-plot. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what her accent is like. like in is, My Fair Lady, we should be doing a Cockney accent then. Ooh, yeah. So, so what's Suzanne going for? I wonder if she going for a sort of like... You know, brief encounter style, old school English oh, fox accent. Like, okay. oh, Elizabeth, you're oh. so much prettier than I ever imagined. <laughs> so happy. So incredibly, incredibly happy to be here at Sweet Valley. I think that's how she spoke. You reckon? Yeah. I like it. I'm pretty sure. That's the only accent I can imagine. This yeah. <laughs> it's canon. That's what's happening there. Yep. So, uh, yeah, they they go home and uh, obviously she's very impressed by the, by the pool and... Um, she she worries that she'll stand out because she's not tanned enough. She's so pale. And Elizabeth is like, don't worry, you'll have skin cancer soon too. <laughs> she, do, she doesn't phrase it like that. <laughs> you'll be a leathery old bag like me soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it doesn't take long to get brown in this kind of weather. Oh. It's like, seriously, oh just factor just 50. A like, little bit of skin care. <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord, just protect your sun, your skin, you're in California. Please. Egypt. Um, and meanwhile, we just got a little bit about uh, Stephen's worried about his girlfriend. Oh yes. Martin. Yeah. So that's a bit of foreshadowing for mm. you all there. She's, yes. She seems... Uh, Looks she, like they're having problems or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She sounds funny on the phone. And, oh, well, okay. This is all going on in the background though, so it's not really... Yes. That important no, yet. It's just kind of so leading to some stuff. Sowing the seeds, one mm. might say. Yes. So, um, yeah, Suzanne and Liz go to the pool, the Wakefields pool. Yep. And Suzanne is, is a great swimmer. <laughs> and, of course, just bear that in mind. That's yes. where the foreshadowing Oh, she's too. also flawlessly proportioned with legs that seem to go on forever. <laughs> that does not seem flawlessly proportioned. That seems quite freakish. That bitch is slender man like. out of proportion. <laughs> that seems quite giraffe-like. Maybe I'm just jealous because I have quite short legs. Aww. I'm quite short in general, but I do not have uh, long. But she's so hot in her striped bikini that suddenly Elizabeth felt self-conscious about her own lovely size six figure. <gasps> 
What is happening? This bitch is going down. <laughs> no, she's bad if she's making a Wakefield feel self-conscious. It's like the most human Elizabeth has ever been. She's yeah. actually self-conscious for once in her life. No, Wakefields don't usually do. They don't do that. Lack of uh, healthy self-image. Um, yeah, so that is kind of terrible. Like she's she's meant to be really charming, but she's like, oh my boyfriend, oh he's just too in love with me, and she doesn't mean like. In a stalkery way. She's yeah. just like, oh, life is so hard when you're as gorgeous as me. Mm. And everybody, um, you know, worships you. But then <laughs> then she says her uh, uh, her parents kind of want to get rid of her. Um, yeah, like she's got some kind of, she's acting all charming and lovely, but there's, there's, there's bubbling issues here. Yes, briefly. Yeah. Her expression <gasps> darkens. <gasps> um, and she... Uh, she 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 sort of pulls herself out of her funk mm. and says how how happy she is. Yeah. And uh, they feast on pie made from lemons from the Wakefield's backyard. Oh my god. We haven't heard of that before. No. Harvesting lemons. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, the famous Wakefield lemon orchard. What's a yeah, I don't know, what I, are lemons grow? Lemonary. <laughs> yeah, what is it? These lemon grove. Ah. That's what it is. That's a real thing. So um yeah, they're both. Um, they're they're they both. It's a love fest between Suzanne yeah, and Liz. Yeah, they've hit basically. it off. It's all good. Suzanne um, is super friendly. So yeah. And next thing we know, it's yet another party. Mm, yeah, it's a, like a class picnic out by the lake. Oh yes, and there's so uh, all the kids well, are there. And not just the kids. We'll get <laughs> of on course not. not. We'll get on to that in a minute. And it begins with Winston. <laughs> Giving a sort of insane serenade. Yeah. Winston's behaviour of this is not... It's upsetting. It is. It really <laughs> is. It is wrong. Yeah. He should, like, she should get some sort of restraining order out yeah. against him because his behaviour is not, not, it's not healthy. Not good. And uh, it's like, ever the clown, he rolls his eyes and says, can't you see I'm in love? And then all his friends sort of snicker at him. So, like, if this wasn't in keeping with the way they've behaved about him when he's been completely normal yeah. you think they're just thinking his, his behaviour isn't healthy but you can see <laughs> it's just like they just like taking the piss out of him because they're pricks <laughs> um, but yeah basically all the guys are just mad after Suzanne they all think she's amazing yes and Bruce is there inexplicably even though it's meant to be a, a well, yeah, class figure and they're all juniors yeah see there for fucking Bruce well they call him super popular super cool Bruce <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't call him Super cool. Um, he's admiring Suzanne and he calls her a foxy lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. And uh, Enid's there too. We're oh. told she's looking very attractive in yeah. a candy striped swimsuit. Candy striped, but I love how uh, it's like Elizabeth had noticed, though she wasn't stunning like Suzanne, Enid, with her shiny, shoulder length brown hair and enormous green eyes, had a prettiness that was all her own. Oh, no. <laughs> that's so oh what a backhanded Fuck's compliment. Oh, God. Yeah, please t- say that about me. It's like, <laughs> prettiness that was all her own. Yeah. Like, oh. like no, one else would, you know, no one else would count it as pretty, but for you, it's like, you do okay. you really look for it. <laughs> Spent a lot of time. Like, oh, sound, thanks. It is a lot of the, sh- the you know, protesting too much about Ida. Yeah. Like, Once you get to know her, she's, she's really great. a lot of fun and she's really attractive. Uh, and Enid uh, jokes about Suzanne, except she is only joking about this, that Suzanne is too good to be true. I love that. so nice to everybody. It's like when they say the title of the movie in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yay! Don't you think she's 
Too, too good, good to, to be, be true? true? <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, she is. Well, someone else is there who's too good. Well, it's too good to be true for us because it's so amazing. <laughs> Mr. Collins! Yay! I just pounded the table. Why are you here? Chaperone <laughs> and unofficial lifeguard. Uh, like, it's... What it's, the fuck? It's a bunch of kids from school at the weekend. Like, you're off the clock, Roger. What yes. the fuck are you doing here? Go home, Roger. <laughs> Literally, go home. <laughs> and we're told he's serving sizzling hamburgers along with his dry wish. <laughs> Mr. Collins, serving dry wish what since 1985. What are you doing here? Get a and hobby. actually, I think this is the first time we get a comparison to Robert Redford. Is it? Yeah, it does like, We before. were just projecting Robert Redford well, stuff on him before, maybe. Because we yeah. know it happens a lot. Yeah, we're, we're so, just waiting for it to happen. Um, so, yeah, he's there being hunky behind mm. the... Behind the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then something happens in the water. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it? Suzanne's gone out for a swim, but oh no, she's in trouble. <gasps> yeah. Unless you, she's, she's struggling. She Even is. though we haven't told earlier that she's a great swimmer. Mm. Mm. She's flying around the Wakefield pool, no bother to her. Mm, true. But Mr. Collins is to run in and rescue her. Yes. And she, uh, she asks him to stay with her. And he's he's kind of uncomfortable, and it's yeah. just like, eh, no, I he's, think you should go home. Yeah, like he kind of you know gets her out of the water, but then he's like, okay, bye. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, in fairness, he's being quite appropriate. And he not is around. Yeah, in this I mean, particular scenario, being there is weird. Yeah, but he's not he's not adding to the weirdness at yeah. least. Well, and at least <laughs> and he's, he's dressed mostly because wait till later he's, <laughs> he's wearing quite an ensemble, <laughs> oh, a feast for so the eyes. Good. <laughs> So, uh, and we're also told that uh, as Todd gazes down at Elizabeth after the accident, that his his dark hair curled in damp ringlets and beads of moisture glistened <laughs> on his broad and sunburnished chest. We're back to droplets, territory. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I don't, I don't like where this is going. I don't think we should have this many pool descriptions. Damp ringlets only. only ever lead to disaster. Um. So, uh... Liz says something like, oh, Mr. Collins looked a bit uncomfortable after yeah. this. And Todd is like, oh, he just doesn't like attention. Like, he's, yeah. he's not a he's not a would-be hero. Uh, yeah, yeah. He not, doesn't not like being... the limelight or exactly. what have you. And Liz is watch- wondering what Jessica is up to. Mm. Mm, transition <laughs> scene. Are we going to find out? <laughs> Jess is a New York City. <laughs> and she feels... Like she's been hit with a sledgehammer. No, what's going on? <gasps> well, explain. Well, some hot guy has turned up <laughs> and it sounds like he's Suzanne's boyfriend. He is Suzanne's boyfriend. The and guy his... that she mentioned as being too in love with her. Yes, and his mm. name is Pete McCafferty. Oh. Another ar- Devlin and McCafferty. Yeah. Though they're all kind of evil. Yeah, I feel like Devlin was literally chosen because it sounds a bit like devil. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like they were really going subtlety there. <laughs> yes. So uh, he's uh, he's a gorgeous hunk and uh, Jess is dazzled by uh, by her and we find out that she's been having a, a whirl of a time. Mm. She's been seeing the sights and she has... Uh, She's been hanging out with the with the Devlin parents and Mr. Devlin is really nice, but Mrs. Devlin is a bit snobby. She's kind of icy, yeah. Yeah, and she's too snobby to take a taxi. Oh, 
Yeah, she sounds yeah. a little bit racist. I think. Yes, because <laughs> she goes on about how she keeps the liquor cabinet locked because she thinks the maid's going to steal from it yeah. and cause taxi drivers unpleasant little men. And it's like, ooh, yeah. you're a bit off, aren't you? No, she's not nice. <laughs> no. Well, Suzanne didn't lick it up didn't off the stones. The ground, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we both just turned into mams Shadling our mothers The Irish mammy Comes out um, Can't be out and then, uh, it, is, it is in our genes Like mm. like being terrible According to this book <laughs> If you look at all the Irish thing, We've got the Kelly's Bar Yeah We've got um, Suzanne and Pete yeah, we'd like the Doherty's. Oh, the yeah, but they own the dairy, dairy burger. burger. They wrecked it, according to... They oh, made yeah. it all plastic. That's true, yeah. Anyway, um, Jessica has... Uh, she's gone... Take a gun shopping on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> and there's actually quite a sweet thing that she gets some free perfume samples for Liz. Aww, which is kind of sweet because like, she doesn't cute. have much money. So yeah. it's, it's sort of fancy for her to be in a fancy department store. <laughs> and... Um, She's uh, oh she's been to the Washington Tea Room where Mrs. Devlin smoked a lot of fags. <laughs> so, yeah. so she's very living a very glamorous life. Sure is. So now uh, now that she was just reminiscing about this and now she's greeted by Hunky Pete and she offers him a drink and she's like oh I hope he doesn't want a martini which is also quite cute. Yeah. Because <laughs> he seems all sophisticated. <laughs> and uh, he's come here to drop off tickets for the Devlins Tom and Felicia. Hmm. Use their first names. Yeah, so. mm. I don't know. Very sophisticated. Yes, I wasn't choosing anyone's parent, parents' first names when I was sixteen. <laughs> I've seen the height of of taking taking liberties. Absolutely. Um, but Jess is uh, Jess is kind of awkward, and she's like, "Oh, maybe you and me could go to this concert because the Devlins aren't home." So. Uh, He's uh, he's like eh, yeah what yeah else? he's he's not kind of falling all over himself when he sees her which is kind of she's not really sure what to do with yeah, herself because that's usually what happens it really is yeah so the fact that she's having to do a bit of chasing I think she's just a bit like oh god what okay. am I going to do how do I get I this better, guy I better just mention it and then he's like eh, yeah whatever I'll pick you up at five thirty which is very early for going so to dinner so early like, also he says stuff like don't you think Chopin should come from the heart it's like oh this guy's a douchebag yeah really. <laughs> So Jessica is preparing for her night in the town and uh, she uses all Suzanne's creams and makeup and then steals her clothes. Yes. <laughs> this is why I would not do a house swap at somebody. No. I'm scared you could end up with a Jessica going through <laughs> your pants. <laughs> There's a lot of rummaging through other people's clothes in this Quite book as you'll see later on. Yeah. So Pete turns up late and then he doesn't compliment her. Yeah, and she's very upset about that. And like the only thing he does say is that he kind of points out that it's Suzanne's dress that she's wearing and she's fucking disgusted with that. Just a fair enough thing to point out. It's yeah. like, it's his girlfriend's dress. Yeah. Chances are he will have seen it. <laughs> so, uh, just... Oh, they go for dinner at the top of the World yeah, Trade Center. Yeah, Winters of the World. Just quite poignant. Yeah. Uh, Pete buys her wine. Uh-oh. Mm. And uh, he seems immune to her charms. Yeah. Um, and then they go to the concert but she finds it boring because we're told she prefers something with a snappy beat <laughs> she wants to dance which is kind of amazing and uh, but then she is being kind of a massive bitch because she's literally thinking I can't understand why he's so loyal to his girlfriend yeah like he is literally somebody else's boyfriend he is a dick but like 
he is someone's boyfriend. He hasn't really done anything wrong. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's just like, why won't he kiss me? It's like, because he's got a girlfriend. (laughs) She's determined to tempt him away, we're told. And then he takes her home and she's like, oh, why don't you wait for the Devlins? But he's, eh, no. Calls her Little Jessica. Yeah. Very nice. And meanwhile, back in Sweet Valley, something tragic has happened for Elizabeth. She has lost something. Yeah. The... Lavalier. Lavalier living. We can't figure out how to pronounce it. Just something different every time we speak. Yeah, we we'll just keep referring to it. And <laughs> Suzanne offers to, to help, which is apparently very much in character because all weekend she has been. She's been super helpful. Yeah, she's like getting up early, making breakfast for mm. people. She helped Stephen varnish a canoe. What? <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a terrible euphemism. <laughs> what have you been doing? Oh, but now they go varnish the old like canoe. canoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody loves her. Yeah. And uh, even Lila approves, which seems very unlikely. I would have thought Lila would have just been like, yeah, get this bitch out of my turf. She's competition, like, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, she's, she's won Lila over and boys keep calling and Winston is basically stalking her at this like, stage. He's what disgraceful. Fuck? Carry he, on. Yeah, they kind of do a bit of a running tally of how many guys have called and how many times they've called. Winston Egbert with 12 calls, not counting the night he serenaded Suzanne from out on the lawn. What it, the fuck? Call dude? the police. Like, that's not normal behaviour. No, this is not good. That's stalking. Stop uh, it. And uh, now they're they're planning a, a picnic on the beach to continue this round of celebrations. By the way, why aren't they in school? Like, uh, it must be... Uh, it's been a very long weekend. Is it spring break or something? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Some random holiday. (laughs) Jessica's (laughs) off in New York and she's not going to school there. So Very mysterious. Uh, It must be a week off for something. Well, they don't, as we know, they don't really do any work in school so nobody notices if they're not. So (laughs) fine. Um, Liz is still upset though about having lost her Mm. lavalier Mm. and Suzanne comforts her. Yeah, she helps her look for it or says she's going to help her look for it. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, and is so like, oh, don't worry, it'll turn up. Yeah. But she knows that it won't turn up <gasps> because yeah, switcheroo to little Suzanne point of view. <gasps> it's in her fucking pocket. Oh my god, that sneaky bitch! Oh, so fucking sneaky. Yeah, it's like a pretty little trinket. She thought with <laughs> satisfaction. Trinkets. <laughs> 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 this is the first we hear of her kind of actually. Oh, her inner voice. Not, yeah, not being what she seems. Yeah, yeah. We, we see her true, her mm. true colors shining through. Yeah, and. Um, Liz has to drop some Oracle stuff off at Mr. Collins's house. Yes, for once he's actually not coming along <laughs> with everyone. <laughs> to children's <laughs> teenagers outing. Yeah. And I think this is where we find out about the existence, or at least the first time we see Teddy, oh, child of Mr. Collins. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's made an appearance no, yet. Not. No, he might have been mentioned, but yeah, he probably hasn't made an appearance yet. Yeah. So uh, Suzanne uh, says, oh, don't worry, I'll go and deliver it for you, just tell me where he lives and she goes round to uh, to Mr. Collins's house and tries to sort of mess with his mind it's so weird she kind of like creeps up beside him because she sees him like out the back of his house watering plants or something and uh, like she kind yeah. of sneaks up on him <laughs> and just like a mischievous laugh escapes her and he kind of whips around in surprise nearly hey. dropping the hose <laughs> and she's inwardly gloating about how she's been exercising her power That's over all so the sweet weird. valiance and she's like Elizabeth Wakefield oh, she's such a sap it's true but like you're, you know, yeah. you're not being fair to her and uh, <laughs> she vows uh, Mr. Collins isn't, isn't impressed by her by her flirtation he's kind of keeping her at arm's length the whole time yeah. and 
let's not forget what he's wearing. Oh my God. I okay. don't think we can save this for the end. No, no, no. It's got to happen. Okay, brace yourselves, everybody, <laughs> okay. because you may not be ready for this because I certainly wasn't okay, yeah. when I read it. So picture the scene. <laughs> he was wearing only a pair of white jogging shorts and a red bandana to keep his longish strawberry blonde hair out of his eyes. Suzanne's gaze strayed down to his bare, muscular chest, which was deeply tanned and slick with perspiration. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I need a minute. Oh, oh yourself. Dear, oh, dear. <laughs> This is now an episode of Thirst Aid Kit. <laughs> the, Mr. Co- well, they did do a fictional heroes episode, but sadly, Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins episode. I know. Oh God, sweet body thirst. Good Lord. Oh, well, she's uh, Mr. Suzanne vows to quote bring this teacher <laughs> to his knees. So weird. And then. She literally pours water over it's herself. Bizarre. It's so bizarre. She's like, mind if I steal a quick drink from the hose? It's like, uh, uh, why are you drinking out of a hose? Are you disgusting. a Labrador retriever? <laughs> what is happening here? Oh, God. It's, I need my inhaler. It's <laughs> I just, I don't understand what the fuck she's doing. It's like, silently he handed to her. Suzanne laughed merrily as the cool water bubbled over her lips and nose. She let it dribble down her chin until the front of her thin t-shirt was soaked, making it cling to her very brief bikini top. She's literally doing sort of wet t-shirt competition. She's in a white snake video is what's (laughs) happening. Like... But it's such a weird thing to do. Yeah, it's a drink. Who asks? Can I have a drink? (laughs) Ask for a glass of water, you freak. (laughs) Oh my God. Just the idea that you go around to somebody's garden and go, oh, I'm thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Give us a bit of the owl hose, will you? For fuck's sake. Oh God, I actually feel weak. (laughs) (laughs) And then then Teddy appears, which gives Mr. Collins, who was literally just standing there going, what What is happening? What is going on? This is insane. Uh, He dismisses Suzanne. She vows vengeance. Yeah. And he's a bit freaked out. He, yeah. And rightly so. Because yeah. that was really odd. It would be I odd mean, if, if any, I mean, even just asking for a drink out of the hose would be odd. But like, no, as well as the sexy writhings. Oh, and so, yeah, she's, this is the first time anyone's been immune to her charms. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of people who aren't immune to her charms, Winston has. Has just gone full, like, get a restraining order. <laughs> and has written, I love you, Susie, in Lou role, like, all over the Wakefield's lawn. That's vandalism. What like, is wrong with them? Stop that. Yeah. Get, oh, God. Well, we all know that they all need some counselling at this yeah, school, but really, Winston true. should be near the top oh, of the list. Oh, yeah. And then it mentions, uh, ever since Mandy Farmer moved <gasps> away. She's I, gone. She's gone. <laughs> Mandy, we hardly knew you. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? You're right. Forgot all about her. Yeah. She's like there for three books or something. She was there and she was gone. Uh, Farewell, Mandy. Godspeed. (laughs) Godspeed, Mandy Farmer. Never to be seen again. (laughs) Or mentioned after this book. We've decided. Even if she is mentioned after this book, we're just not going to say it. Yeah, no. We've been burned before with our predictions. She's out of here. Um, And everyone thinks it's cute that he's moved on. This does not count as moving on. This this counts as having a breakdown or something like this. He is not well. No. And uh, everybody is cavorting yeah. at, uh, the beach. in the surf on the beach. And um, when they get home, Suzanne offers to help Mays find them lavalier. Lavalier. <laughs> and oh, uh, while this is going on, Jess calls home. Oh. And she's she's full of tales for a glamorous life. Yes. And she's uh, 
She tells them about Suzanne's friend, Evelyn, who's going out with a 25-year-old. Ooh. Jesus. No. It's like 16. Nope, nope, nope. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where are your parents? <laughs> oh my God. Well, where are their parents? They're not, we're going to find out. They are very absent yeah. and neglectful. And uh, Jess is like, oh, oh, I've met a gorgeous older man too. Ooh. And Liz reminds her of old Mustachios. Oh. Scott. What was his name again? Scott. Yeah. yeah it's like Scott Daniels. Yes. The Scott Daniels fiasco. That was a fiasco. Yeah, it really was. More ways than one. <laughs> it was a fiasco for us. <laughs> read about it just, just nothing happened. And it's more from a fuck's sake. Yeah, everything tour happened guide. in the first 10 pages and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, of course, though, all Jess's glamorous tales are not true. She's having a terrible time. Yeah, she's actually not having the crack. And it's that weird thing again where someone's like, oh, we'll mind your daughter. And then they just fuck off and I, never to be seen again. I know. They are terrible, the Devlins. Because we're sort of presented that Tom Devlin is a nice man. Like yeah. he's got a snobby bitch wife yeah but, like, but if he's so nice where the fuck is he look why after they keep abandoning her child yeah. you're letting she's a minor on her own in, in New, New York, York in the 80s <laughs> yeah. like look after her oh god um, and Evelyn's party that she was talking about the friend Evelyn who's going out with the uh, child molester yeah. uh, <laughs> um, it was terrible and it was it was basically they. It was a dinner party, and they all acted like they were about oh. like forty-five. I actually think imagine this is how Lena Dunham and her friends oh were like because <laughs> you know she had dinner parties that oh were like shit. written up in Vogue yeah. and stuff. I bet they were like these and wankers. These guys sound like such assholes. They're all. They're terrible. Awful. Like Daddy says, real estate makes more sense. <laughs> like, uh, oh, I hate you. And even <laughs> sometimes because her parents are extremely neglectful. Yeah. Um. She sometimes stays over at her boyfriend's place in the village uh-uh. and Jess Mm-mm. tries to drink to blot out her discomfort oh. and she gets yeah, so hoarse in the champagne into her. I it's know. Like, oh, Jess. Well, to the sweet, I mean, we know that they, they are scared of the bag of cans. It's true. <laughs> so yes. she's probably never tasted more than like oh, a sip. Yeah. And then she's like falling over and knocking things oh, over. I actually really feel bad for her because it's like these kids are dicks. They're yeah, they're talking hor- about diamonds and Maseratis. Yeah. And basically just being unbearable. And Jessica just kind of gets hammered and trips over stuff. And it's like, oh, that's so uh, unpleasant and awkward. And she has to be sent. She passes out and has to be sent home in a cab. Yeah. Oh. And uh, meanwhile, back in Sweet Valley, things are... Seem okay, but we know that they're not because mm. Todd has tickets to a Lakers game. That's now, right, I don't, yeah. is that is that basketball? Uh, yes. What are they? Yeah, no. They're the LA team, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they yeah, are, but it is yeah. basketball, isn't it? Yes. Um, so. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Confident yes. Um, so no further questions. <laughs> we we've been we we've learned so much in the show, but yeah. we have also. <laughs> declared things that turned out not mm-hmm. to be true. Yay, sports. <laughs> Especially American sports. Yeah. Um, Suzanne offers to babysit Teddy so Liz can go to because Liz was meant to be babysitting Teddy that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, she says she just likes helping others. And... Mm. Um, I do enjoy how Susanna is like, oh, they're such idiots. I'm just going to make them breakfast and do all these errands for them and help Stephen with his canoe. And it's like, what? Well, how is this making fools of them exactly? Yeah, it's just like because you're thinking By being things. really helpful. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, she, yeah. She's a kind of crap villain. She kind of is a bit, yeah. So she is stealing. Well, I mean, she did steal, yeah. But then it's also like, you suckers, I've made you breakfast. I've got up at six. <laughs> I've made pancakes for everyone. I've done all <laughs> your shopping. <laughs> <laughs> you suckers. Oh, she's so evil. 
<laughs> well, it's going to be definitely evil. But yeah, now. okay, we're going to find out more. I just enjoy how she thinks she's being so villainous. Oh, she's like <laughs> doing true. housework for people. She's done <laughs> nothing villainous apart from the hose business, which is more peculiar. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, she says, "Oh, don't! I'll, I'll ring Mr. Collins and say that I'm going instead." Yeah. Of course she doesn't because she, she knows that if Mr. Collins heard her say, "You'd be like, be like yeah. uh, that's fine. I'm not going out tonight." Yeah, yeah, never mind. <laughs> not letting you near my job. Yeah, for once he's actually going somewhere, presumably with other adults and not hanging out with 16 year olds. Oh, well, is, we don't know. Well, Maybe we he's don't. going to another barbecue. I was just willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're told where he where he's going, but it's probably, it is with adults. <laughs> I th- they'd probably say it was like, he was going to help out with a bunch of 15 year olds birthday parties. Oh God, yeah. um, so, uh, she says something like, Oh, give Teddy. I think Elizabeth says something like, give Teddy a kiss goodnight from me. Yeah. And she thinks, Teddy isn't the one I plan on kissing. Ugh. Wrong in so many ways. Stop it. Um, so she turns up the house and Mr. Collins is, even before, like, the first two minutes, he's freaked. Oh, yeah. He's just, he's not happy with this at all. She's but he's also like, he, like his frown deepens and then deepens again. Like he's just, he's very frowny about this whole situation. And she's kind of rubbing herself up against him, <laughs> trying to, and he's just like backing away yeah, from her. Like, no, no. But anyway. But she kind of wins Teddy over, doesn't she? She's all charming. and While Mr. Collins is there. While he's there. Yeah. And then as soon as he leaves, she's a bitch to poor little Teddy. Oh, she's just like, so yeah, yeah, whatever. Go to yeah. bed. She just kind of leaves him there. And she feels no guilt about this because her parents were horrible to her. Aww. Which is kind of in keeping with how they treat uh, um, Jessica. Yeah, actually. Which, True. They are, they are, <laughs> are they? <laughs> Why wasn't Ned friends with this terrible yeah. person? <laughs> and then she starts rummaging through Mr. Collins' stuff because that's how she gets blackmail fodder. Uh, yeah. We're told that she she found her cousin's bag of pot. Oh my god! Yeah, her cousin Ruthie's jewelry box. Yeah, and, and the then she was able to pot. blackmail poor old Ruthie. Oh, poor Ruthie. Ugh. So, but Mr. Collins is squeaky clean. She's annoyed because she can't even find a Playboy. <laughs> I think we're all glad that she didn't because these oh. books have taken an even more disturbing turn. Well, like, that's true. But also, I don't believe that for a second. He has something he's stashed, stashed somewhere. Yeah, it's in a box under <laughs> the just, bed. She didn't look hard or something. Yeah. Um, Squeaky floorboards or something. Yeah. But we're told that she goes through uh, his wardrobe and something with cords and sports jackets. <laughs> <laughs> and then... She has a bath. Oh, God. Like, imagine having a bath when you're babysitting. Like, oh. even if you weren't engaging in a sort of weird scheme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like, oh, what if the water's not hot and, and in time? You can't relax. Like, no. you have a bath before you go to bed. Yeah. You don't have a bath before you're going to, like... You, no. It, no. <sighs> no. Well, she's fantasizing, though, about uh, Mr. Collins finding her in the tub. Oh, Ugh. God. But anyway, he doesn't. She can't stay in there forever. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she sets the scene for his return. Mm. Um, she pretends to be asleep. She does. She she finds she puts a station on the radio that played soft romantic music mm. and kind of unbuttons her blouse a bit and <sighs> just like pretends to be asleep on the couch for when he comes in. And then he uh, um, he tries to wake her up just by saying like, "Get up, <laughs> get out of my house." <laughs> she doesn't move yeah. so he gently sort of shakes her yeah and she's like oh Mr. <laughs> it's you and basically like 
shows him her boobs. Yeah, she's like, oh, you scared me. Feel how my heart's beating. And like yeah. puts his hand on her chest and is like, oh. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Collins at least flushed as he pulled away. He's like, fuck <laughs> this. <laughs> and then she asked for a drink. And as my notes say, Mr. C is all WTF. Yeah. <laughs> and he is. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes for it. She tries to kiss him. And he's like, stop it. Yeah. Um, oh, he's just shutting this down. Yeah. He's, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> nope. And you can see it's like, he is just like, what? Yeah. Like, you know, no, he's not having it. Get off. And he's he's very cold and he basically boots yeah. her out of the house. Yeah, she is furious. <gasps> oh my god. Oh and she rips her blouse mm-hmm. as she returns home. So yeah. you know what's gonna happen. She stomps back to the Wakefield house and yeah, rips up her own blouse and uh guess we can see where this is going. <laughs> and meanwhile, back in New York City, Jess is in a carriage in Central Park with Pete. Mm. It's the Devlin's idea, but why has Pete gone along with it? Like, uh, why, the, uh, why, why, why? Like the Devlin's <laughs> can take her for a ride around it yeah. in a carriage in Central Park if that's yeah. what they want. So she tries, sort of comes on to him <laughs> and he's not having it. And, and she's really been miserable. Yeah. So she's she, so infuriated yeah. that someone's boyfriend won't score on her. It's like, oh, stop it. I know. <laughs> um, and uh, she's had nothing to do all week except go to a party of dorks, including, and this is obviously seen as a terrible thing for Jessica to have to lower herself to socialise with a girl who'd been to fat camp, oh. I quote. <sighs> like, unless yeah. you think that going to New York, the, like, l- prejudice against anybody who isn't a gorgeous size <laughs> six or four yeah. would 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 uh, be abated. No. Mm. Same old shit. Yep. Wherever you go. Wherever you go. <laughs> oh, but then things get nasty. Yeah. Back at the flash. So Pete plies her with a drink. Yeah, he pours her like, oh yeah, he knows where Felicia keeps the key to the liquor cabinet. So he kind of pours out some brandy, I think, for her and then starts, he switches off the lights and starts kissing her. So she's like, oh my God, yeah, he's kissing me. This is great. But um, then he won't stop. Pretty quickly goes wrong. It goes, yeah, he's like holding her down and stuff and it's quite horrible. Yeah. And then he's like, she's literally going, help, stop. Oh, it's horrible. And yeah. he's saying things like, grow up. What kind of a game did you think this was? And then he makes this hideously creepy analogy. He goes, little matches start big fire. Didn't your mother ever warn you about playing with matches? Um, so Jessica is both scared and angry. Yeah. And um, she she manages to get away from him and says she's going to call the police. And they're like, oh, gosh, what do you say? Yeah, he's going to say, oh, what, did I attack you after you invited me up to an empty apartment? Yeah. It gets all kind of victim-blamey and terrible. Yeah, it is awful. And the thing is, the kind of the message to to readers in this is a bit like, don't lead them on. Yeah. You know. This is what happened. And it's like the second or third time this has happened to Jessica. It's like, Yeah, that's <laughs> The only time where they handled it sensibly was when Bruce did it to Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. Where it was seen as just like mm. he was entirely wrong. Yeah. And she was like, Yeah. What, yeah. This is how you get your kicks, like forcing Ooh. yourself on people. Yeah. Um so he uh he tries to, to go for her again and she she gets out of her out of his way and and smashes uh an ornament to the floor and just as this is happening, the Devlins come home. Hey, finally, they're here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks like, for showing up, for fuck's sake. I know. <laughs> and you think that they might be, you know, like immediately saying, What are you doing to this poor sixteen year old? Yeah. They're but, frozen in the doorway. It's like 
Okay, well, at least they're here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They bothered to come home and look at yeah. their underage guest. So meanwhile, back in Sweet Valley, Susanna has come home and mm. she lies to Liz about Mr. Collins. By the way, these books also give the idea that false rape accusations are way more common than they yeah. actually are. Because they've been like... Yeah, there's been like two in like 11 books. Yeah, which is a lot because mm-hmm. it's, you know... Yeah. Within the same household for one. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, and actually, Liz's reaction is kind of realistic. Like, she's really upset, but she doesn't say... She sort of believes... You know, she takes Suzanne at her word. She, yeah. she doesn't go, that's ridiculous. There's no yeah, way this could, yeah, yeah. This could no, be true. She, yeah. But she is very upset. Like, it feels yeah. quite real. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we the next thing we go we 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 see it's two days later and we find out that Ned has gone to old Chrome Dome Cooper, <laughs> and we also find out that some parents at school are happy Mr Collins is in trouble because they always thought he was too liberal. Uh, yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, and we're told that Mr Collins won't publicly deny. This is very stupid, Mr Collins. Yeah. Like why? I don't know. This does not seem like a great approach for somebody who is innocent, which we know he is. He won't publicly deny it because he says people will believe what they want to believe. Ooh. Okay, but you can still defend yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a good thing you're not a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so, Todd wonders, is like, oh, Mr. Collins really have done such a thing, but he yeah. knows that she can't be evil enough to lie. Yeah. Though, of course, because as far as they know, Suzanne is amazing and friendly and, saint, and the best. They've only known her for two weeks. But anyway, yes, yeah. it's, it's, he knows that it is. A terrible thing to do. Mm. Even though who did it to him mm-hmm. a few books ago? Yep. Jessica. That's right. We've all forgotten about that apparently. Yes. <laughs> so everybody is gathering in Kara's house to plan some present for Lila. I'm not really... Oh yeah, because oh, it's her party. Lila's birthday is yeah. coming up I think, yeah. And uh, people have divided opinions on whether Mr. Collins could have done it or not. Yeah. And uh, unpleasantly, John Pfeiffer boo. says... Boo. Hiss. Boo. We can't judge him. It's like, well, we know what you're saying, yeah. John. Um, but um, so everybody's upset for poor Suzanne as they think yeah and Winston suggested suggests so I know he has been a creep but um, <laughs> this is quite a nice idea that they use Liz's present money to get Suzanne a goodbye gift yeah and uh, Liz is like oh I was going to buy a replacement lavalier but mm-hmm. I'm spending on a gift oh. so uh, it's it's party night and Suzanne is wearing uh, like a Halston dress like she's in Studio 54. (laughs) (laughs) It's very glamorous. Very much so. Whereas Lila, well, I think we'll leave it till the end. You can share this outfit. Yes. Let's just say she's gone for the Ms. Dalton School of Party Clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Not a predictable outfit. Um, So they gush all over each other and uh, then... um, uh, Lila or is it Liz uh, it's oh no it's Liz who has gone for the ve- the Miss oh, Dalton outfit yeah, it is you're right. and um, Liz puts her gift in Suzanne's bag her gift and yeah before they head out to the party because yes. she wants to just kind of sneak it in as a little surprise but what does she find <gasps> in the bag it's a goddamn lavalier <gasps> it could not have got there by accident no so Liz tells Todd what she's discovered mm. and they compare Suzanne to gorgeous but evil Cathy in East of Eden. Oh, okay. <laughs> Another literary <laughs> reference from the past. Um, and uh, Todd is like, well, Jessica's done some terrible things and Liz is like, she's never done anything really bad. Oh she's literally done just this thing. To your boyfriend. Who you're like, talking yeah. to. <laughs> 
I, it was only 10 books ago. Oh my God. How have you forgotten? Yeah, she's never done anything really bad. It's like, th- this is exactly the same thing. Yeah. And in fairness, Todd is just like, okay, no, I'm not going to yeah. go there. He's like, no comment. Yeah. Like, that Literally. is as nice as he could possibly be about it. Yes. So they go to visit Mr. Collins. I don't know if this is a good idea under the circumstances, but anyway. Yeah. He's a broken man. Aw. Um, a shadow of his usual self. His usual hunky self. Yeah, he's got stubble. Oh no! Oh, you know that. You know. Stubble means despair. <laughs> Nobody, all men in Sweet Valley are clean shaven yeah. unless something terrible has happened. Really terrible, yeah. like something awful. Um, so, uh, Mr. Collins, why are you doing this? He doesn't deny that he did it. He's just like, "What do you think, Liz?" Dude, she's sixteen. You shouldn't be asking yeah. her this. Yeah. Um, she says she thinks he's innocent, mm. and Mr. Collins is like, "Well, yes, I am." But actually, very nobly, he feels sorry for Suzanne. Yeah. Sort of like, nobody would do this if they weren't kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he tells Liz, don't lose your faith in people. <laughs> and then she kisses him on the cheek. <laughs> what really, Liz, no, in no, the circumstances? No. Like, don't do that. Ah. <laughs> um, so, Lila's party is in full swing. Yes. And Winston is perving away <laughs> on Suzanne. She's grooving on the dance floor mm-hmm. with Aaron Dallas. Yeah. Um, and when Liz and Todd arrive, Suzanne notices that Liz is wearing <gasps> the lavalier, so she knows she's been rumbled. Yeah, but she doesn't. She's not that bothered. Yeah, not really. She's just, you know, she's 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 had her fun. So yeah, I guess that's it. She's heading off the next day, I think, is she? Oh yeah, she is actually. So like, so whatever. So nothing to lose. No, yeah. I've wreaked havoc. Yeah, and Liz is kind of icy with her, and uh, Suzanne admits the truth, and. Um, she says, like, oh, yeah, but he wanted it and he would have done if he wasn't such a boring old saint. Ugh. Which, you know, <laughs> it doesn't really make sense. Stop it. Like, <laughs> um, so Liz is, uh, vows to tell the truth and Sam is basically, well, according to my notes, which cannot be accurate because there's no way she said these words, <laughs> according to my notes, Suzanne is all, go ahead, I'll fuck you up too. <laughs> In so many words. Yes. Summarizing. <laughs> so then Suzanne tells Kara that this is going mad. Yeah. But actually, it's so sneaky. It's actually quite impressive that she kind of manages to discredit Liz super quickly because she knows that Liz had that weird episode after yeah. coming out of the coma where she wasn't acting like herself. Well, she was acting like Jessica. Yes. yes. So she kind of says to Kara, oh, Liz isn't you know acting like herself. And I think maybe something's going wrong with her. So another episode. So everyone thinks Liz has gone fucking bananas again <laughs> and basically won't believe anything she says. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so Kara, Kara, of course, spreads the word. Yeah. So, you know, she chose the right person. She did. Yeah. Like, it's quite crafty. Oh, it is very crafty. Yeah. And... Uh, Liz confronts Suzanne and then Suzanne sort of gaslights her is like, oh, I know you're fucking mental. So, yeah. you know, um, I know you you don't know what you're doing. You you were. Yeah, because she because you had confronted her first, I think, in private when Suzanne actually admitted to stuff. But now yes. it's in front of everyone. And Suzanne's like, what are you talking about, Liz? Yes, <laughs> I know you've you've been going through some hard times yeah. recently. It's very sinister. Genuinely sinister. Yeah. And then Liz loses her temper completely understandably. But yeah. Suzanne stays icy cool. Mm. But then Liz sees Suzanne sneer at the mention of Mr. Collins and sees this as being sort of a, a crack in her armour. Mm. Which, you know, I don't know, maybe it's like she's she's losing her cool demeanour. Yeah. So Liz channels Jessica huh? to fight fire with fire when <laughs> oh she starts God. sneering at Suzanne. Yeah. 
And then uh, Winston... Is this when Winston kind of rocks up? Yeah. Yeah, and he accidentally on purpose yeah, spills like out. a cup of punch all over Suzanne. Um, um, and she she shows her true colours. She screams horrible things. Yes, yeah, she's like, you fucking idiot, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, in so many words. We're doing a lot <laughs> of power phrasing. Yeah. Yeah. Winston's yeah. like, oh no, I'm so sorry. And yeah. she just... Yeah, goes to town and on a, it and is just freaks out at him completely. And apparently, like, we know she did lie. Yeah. But it is ridiculous that this is enough to prove... To tip her over the edge. And it's also enough to prove <laughs> yeah. to everyone to go, go, oh, well, she's oh. yelled at Winston. Well, well, she must have lied about Mr. Collins. Clearly. Her. Like, <laughs> this discredits her entirely. But it turns out that Winston had heard her and Liz and yeah. staged the whole thing. Incident. Yes. He could reveal her true face. Oh. But yeah, everyone, everyone just kind of walks away from her and she's just left standing there crying. It's all very dramatic. It really <laughs> is. And then we're not really told how she gets home. No, yeah. It's just like, she's just standing there crying. And then, next thing we know, Jessica's back in Sweet Valley. Yep, okay. <laughs> so, what happened that night? That was such an awkward trip to the airport, didn't it? <laughs> they still have to drop her back. Like. And, and they have to take her home and she's like yeah. sharing a room next... Oh, no, but she's sharing a bathroom. She's yeah. not sharing a bedroom. Still, but she's like... It's quite awkward. She's sharing a breakfast table. They're going to be eating <laughs> Alice's pancakes over breakfast. It's like very, very awkward. But anyway, yeah. we don't see her again for now. Mm. Um... Not for this book, anyway. So Jess returns home, yeah. and she she lies and pretends that Pete was great. Well, it's quite sad. She yeah. can't just tell her sister she did shit time. I it's like no, Jess, it's okay. your sister. Yeah, that Lila. You don't have to pretend to everyone that yeah. everything's amazing. Yeah, and actually, you really should tell your parents about this. Yeah, because your parents should not let her go and stay with the devil. Again. Never again. <laughs> Though it does turn out that uh, that the Devlins were mature nice adults about it and did mm. and, you know and kicked Pete out of the house yeah they like, didn't never want to see him again or whatever yes yeah. and hopefully felt a bit guilty mm. but probably not um, so uh, yeah we're, we're leading into the next book with the, the final moments because um, it's, it's back to Trisha and and Stephen's problems oh yeah it's just kind of Jessica being annoyed at Stephen isn't it because mm. um, Trisha's from a white trash family <gasps> And uh, she thinks Trisha wants to dump Stephen because she's been cancelling dates. <gasps> and then she goes on about family reputation. Like, did she learn nothing from the last book about not judging people by reputation? Literally not a thing. No, <laughs> nothing. Well, she, she really doesn't learn anything as we, no. we should. Know there is now. no growth here at all. <laughs> Absolutely none. And uh, Stephen's worried about Trisha because something is wrong, but he doesn't know what. And uh, we read the, the, last, the last tagline. It's, Stephen was close to tears. I've tried, but she says nothing is wrong. Liz, I know she's hiding something. I can see it in her eyes. And it's driving me crazy. Oh. And can you read the final tagline? So yeah, our final lead in then to the next book. What terrible secret is Trisha keeping from Stephen? Find out in Sweet Valley number 12. When love, love dies. dies. <gasps> so dramatic. Oh, it really is. Well, that was a very dramatic book itself. Ooh, that was a lot. So it should it? end on a dramatic <laughs> note. <laughs> Suitably dramatic. I know. Um, so do you have any stats for us? Yes, yes, I do. Um, I'm going to like them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the blue-green eyes only got three mentions. What? I know. And the blonde hair just got one. One? One, imagine. And like, I was thinking back to like the first book, there was eight mentions of each and you yeah. weren't impressed with that. But no. now, wouldn't you love eight mentions I of would. each? I would. More than one. You'd be only delighted. I would be only delighted. <laughs> oh, wow, we're channeling. <laughs> channeling Irish. 
middle-aged hip <laughs> comes to us all. Yeah, just no point in fighting it. Yeah, <laughs> really just, let's just give in. Um, so uh, maybe, oh, maybe they were spending so much time talking about how beautiful Suzanne was. Actually, yeah, she probably pulled focus a little bit. She had her tumbling black Tumbling glossy curls. hair and her violet mm. Liz Taylor eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so even though the stats may be disappointing, yes. I know the outfits well. Yeah, you know the outfits. I good. remember the outfits. Yeah. So please share. So, okay, at Lila's party, uh, we've got Suzanne's dress, uh, which you mentioned was a bit Studio Fifty Four. Mm. So it's an off-the-shoulder white satiny dress. <gasps> but uh, Elizabeth reckons she wouldn't be able to pull it off. That she'd look like a high school junior masquerading as Princess Diana. Oh. And Suzanne, it was naturally chic. <laughs> Love an old Diana reference. I know. We've had one before, I think. Yeah, we? <laughs> well, I think. Oh, we did. I think so, yeah. And, uh, and we all know that sometimes when the twins' hair is kind of uh, bouffanted mm, back of it, it does yeah. look like shy dye in Not the mid 80s. Like, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, the, the showstopper for this one is Elizabeth's ridiculous outfit for oh the party. Um, yeah, she was wearing her favourite velvet skirt and a high-necked lace Victorian blouse. Suzanne <sighs> had helped her fix her hair in a fancy French braid into which she took a sprig of fragrant honeysuckle. What? Are you on Little House in the Prairie? What is happening? <laughs> She's gone to like a... Why? Nelly Olsen's birthday oh, party. Be absolutely roasting. I know. The velvet skirt. Well, wasn't Mrs. Why? Dalton herself? She, or Ms. Dalton Ms. herself. Dalton. She think, too yeah, went for the Edwardian similar. barmaid look. She did. She had like a rose in her hair or something. Yeah, didn't she? and her velvet floor length skirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, they are so strange. And Here any other are. ensembles? Um, That was kind of it for the outfits because then we just had Mr. Collins in his little Axl Rose get up oh which well, was quite something that'll be burnt into our <laughs> brains for the foreseeable future yeah and then we had jessica and her uh obsession with the number 137 oh. popped up twice oh yeah twice yeah that's pretty good she said uh oh the devlins it would take me 137 years to describe them <gasps> mm. well and wouldn't then, take uh, me that long <laughs> horrible yeah, basically rich terrible rich and terrible <laughs> yeah. that's basically it and when uh, she's upset that she that she might not be going to New York she says I'll probably never set foot out of this dumb town for the next 137 years in fairness they don't leave it that often no they really don't like they barely leave the town limits <laughs> as far as I can tell so uh, true. so yeah, that was that two was too, too good, good to be, be true. true. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was one of the more dramatic ones. It was. <laughs> so yeah, we do appreciate them. Yeah, like there was no B plot because it was just all A game the whole it way through. Really kind of, was, it really was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was not. There was not playing around. Nah, we weren't giving any sort of nonsense going on <laughs> in the background. <laughs> but uh, who knows what B plots went on in the uh, in Sweet Valley en Francais? Oh my God! Because. <laughs> We have had uh, some communications. Yes. Huge thank you to Breege on Twitter, who's at Rare Opal blog, because the revelation of French Sweet Valley, like... We did not know. It's called Sun Valley, for starters. In French. (laughs) Yeah. It is called... uh, Is it called Le Val du Soleil? Uh, No, it actually just says Sun Valley, but then all the titles... Yeah. But all the titles are like... They're totally different. Completely kind of amazing. <laughs> like they are. Like there's. Um, I think this one was called Cita Trobo. Yeah, is, it was too good. <laughs> like it's not really the same thing, but anyway. And uh, it's the first one. It's called something like. Uh, I, I apologies for the terrible French pronunciation, <laughs> but it's something like Sur 
Vival. Vival. Yeah. It's, it's quite of, good. Yeah, instead of double love, it's like we're straight in with the aggro with rivals. Yeah. <laughs> not, not wrong. But uh, the covers are just oh, so good Lord. amazingly 80s noir kind of. They are it's, incroyable. It's, oh, truly. You've got that whole kind of effect where it's like you know the shadow of the blinds on the window type of situation yes. it's really like that it's great we'll, 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 uh, I'll put a few of them up on Twitter actually, they're wearing oh and their hair is even more 80s it's, it's a bit sort of Kim Wilde oh yeah <laughs> and uh, in the in the front of Sur Vival um, one of them you can't even tell which is which because they both look so kind like. of like <laughs> glamorous yeah. is wearing a popped polo shirt oh, uh, nice. collar which we used to call when I was young, doing a Des from Neighbours. Because he, he favoured <laughs> favorite the pop scholar <laughs> look. Uh, the classic Australian soap. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, I please check that check it out. Oh, yeah. It it's is worth your while. Yes. Trying um, to figure out what book is which as well. Yeah, it's a little bit of a mystery. When you do a Google image search, they give you the covers, but they give you the wrong titles in English because you can figure out like <laughs> that is not, yeah. you know, love letters oh, or whatever it's tremendous it really really is so it also says haute tension <laughs> well, that's <laughs> true ritual. and it's like yes you're right ooh la la <laughs> so yes thank you very much Breach, because this is amazing it is amazing <laughs> and if you know of any other sweet international oh. sweet valley insanity love it please let us know love an old sweet valley parallel universe oh we really really do <laughs> were they French I think the Argentinian ones were the most intriguing because the twins weren't blonde yeah that was a game changer. It really was. Brunette Latina twins. Yeah, it changes a lot of their kind amazing. of uh just you know, how they how they see themselves. Indeed. <laughs> I am intrigued. I wish I could speak Spanish so, <laughs> so I could read them. And uh we also got some some great emails. So shout out to people who mailed us, including Orla Costello, Debbie Brown, and Monica Sepulveda. Uh, I hope I pronounced your surname right, Monica. Um and a few people asked, would we someday do Sweet Valley Twins? Now, I I never read Sweet Valley Twins. Yeah. Even though I was like 12 or something when they were coming <laughs> out first. But I don't know. They just never seem to have the the, the camp drama level. Yeah, well, I suppose Sweet that Valley we know and love. came first, didn't it? So, like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's the real bananas material that you want to get stuck into. Yeah. But I did read the Twins books when I was younger, all oh. right. Because like when I was... I suppose in the midst of reading Sweet Valley High and then I get like a book token for my birthday and go into a bookshop, it's the twins books that were the new ones. They were coming oh, out then. Oh, of course. You know? So that's what I was going for. Yeah. So there, was some, there was some good twins books though. Okay, twins. maybe you'll convert me yeah. to, tr- to the twins. There's one like a haunted inn and Ooh. yeah. It, they had some good plot lines. They There's do- one called Big for Christmas where the twins wake up and they're older for Christmas. What? <laughs> yeah, no, it gets weird. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Because Sweet Valley didn't go full supernatural oh, until yeah. they were like book 100. Oh God, or something. I'm so excited for when it goes on Twilight. Oh <laughs> Lord, there is literally there's a werewolves, va- there's vampires, there's a vampire, <laughs> and it is a vampire. Yeah. Like the werewolf. You know, sorry for spoiling it. It is about a hundred books away, so yeah. maybe you'll have forgotten we this. When you, by the time we get to, him. he's not really a vampire. No. The, or sorry, he's not really a werewolf. werewolf yeah. The vampire, however, turns into a magpie. Oh my and God. Flies off. Oh, I forgot that. It is <laughs> demented. Yeah. Oh. Some really good stuff comes up past book 100 when you get into... Yeah, they'll just lose it. Evil Twin and Margot's... Yeah, that's going to be so good. But don't worry, there's still... (laughs) Listeners, there's still lots of gems. There's so much good stuff to come. Um, There's... uh, Next week, we've got Tragedy. We do. Next fortnight, I should say. We've got some properly... Yes, overwrought teen drama. Yeah, so... It's going to be good. um, Thank you all for... 
for listening to us um, yeah. after and for patiently awake. Well, maybe you weren't patient. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe you were dem- maybe just impatient and we just didn't notice. Yeah, maybe you were shaking your fist in rage going, when will those two Irish... <laughs> These lazy bitches. <laughs> Get your act together. Well, we're back, back, we're back. Here, um, so please do get in touch with us. We do love hearing from you. Yeah. And uh, it really cheers us up it when uh, you, you give us feedback on the show. We love it. Um, so you can contact us on Twitter at SVH Podcast. Yeah, you can send us an email for, at uh, svhpodcast at gmail.com. And you can um, uh, jo- follow other podcasts in the Headstuff Podcast Network, which we are proud members of. Yeah, there's so many good podcasts. So many good ones. And you can follow us at HS pod network mm-hmm. on twitter yeah and uh, and you can check out what's happening in head stuff at this head stuff yeah there's loads of good stuff on there so much good stuff and um we will be back in your ears in two weeks Ooh, yeah. when we find out what happens <gasps> when, when love, love dies see you then everybody thanks for listening bye <laughs> This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.